0: Rocking and rolling, and I love this day because this is Trending Thursday, and there's so many good things that are trending. There's so many awakening things that are trending. But good morning, everyone. This is Carol, so AKA Naughty Boss, live from finally a nice, bright, sunshiny New England weather with two
1: sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, AKA Wellness Diva (laughs) 5.0. Excuse me, Trending Thursday. So. There's so much I could say about Trending Thursday and all I will say in reference to air quotes politics is, and I think this is is genius, quite frankly, and let's see if anyone can figure it out, and if you can figure it out, send me a message and I'll have something special for you, and all I'm going to say are three words, stinking, blinking,
0: and fraud that's it hmm. i got some guesses on that uh and i'm not going to say them because i don't want to uh, give what i'm thinking it is i want one of our audience our listeners uh and you can either uh, text that to jan or text that to me at 508-579-6319 jan tell them yourself three if you eight, want to. yeah 386 Seven one seven
1: zero nine one four, and let me know that you heard this on the Two Sisters podcast. That way, I won't because if I don't see something that I know
0: is authentic, I just delete it. So let me know. Yeah, that's one of the things that's trending and annoying. uh, Is you know, it's it's so funny. We talk about you know, living in a digital age world. You know, some you know, how do you uh, kind of tune out social media? Tune out alerts turn out your phone. And a lot of people, and I would say, I I really don't, it'd be interesting to find out what the percentage is, but a lot of people don't have landlines anymore. Uh, They're almost like they're like obsolete. Everyone, uh, you know, carries a phone on them for the most part. Well, I shouldn't say everyone. There are a lot of men that conveniently leave their phone at home or you know, the battery dies or whatever, but um I'm sure a lot of women can relate to that. I don't, I don't see, see a lot of women doing that, but I think that's m- mostly a man trait for whatever reason, but we, we have a cell phone on us like 24 seven, really, whether it's charging and it's by, by your side, whether you're, obviously you're traveling, whether you're engaging, going out to dinner, everyone has their cell phone on them. And so landlines have really been obsolete. So think about that. If they're obsolete, how do, you know, uh, anyone that's trying to sell something, anyone that's trying to take a poll, because that's like the new thing, everything's a poll, you know, how do people get a hold of you? You know, even, even the snail mail, you know, marketing materials for selling something while they still exist, because I get tons of junk mail, I don't get as much anymore, because It's kind of like obsolete now. So what do they do? They're very creative now instead of, because you know, with cell phones, the cell phone uh, programs that are within them now can detect whether something's spam or not. So sometimes you'll get a phone call that comes up and it'll say spam likely. You don't pick it up. And then you realize, and I I actually, I never pick them up. But what I do do is call them back. And 100% of the time, I'm sorry, this phone is no longer in service or you know, can't be reached this way or whatever. It's just, it's just tons of spam. So how creative are marketing and those that are trying to sell you something? Now they're texting, So you get tons of taxes and you're thinking a lot of times they will disguise it. I mean, obviously there's usually like a five digit number to it. So you kind of know, hmm, that's probably spam. Uh, but I get a lot of alerts that, of people that I do do business with that will send a text. I mean, your nails, your hair—for one, women know that. Uh, you know, how many? If you got packages coming, you'll get an alert. But now, uh, marketing firms and whatnot are very creative, and they text. But they will actually text with what looks like a number, and it probably is a number—a regular telephone number. And they're very creative. They know what area code you're in. They also know, d- depending what your settings are on your phone, if you're traveling and what area code. You are in, and you will find that you get these text messages all the time. It's crazy.
1: Well, it absolutely is. And the thing is, with text messages, <laughs> people are more apt to answer a quick text message than they are their email or any type of other means. Now, a lot of these companies, you know, uh, with the internet, uh, all the, you know, TV and whatnot, you buy a bundled type of product, and in that is included a landline. Well, <laughs> technically, we have still have the telephone number um, that Gary's had since he was a little boy. Ever since you know the house was moved from Parford Turnpike over to Melillo Circle, um, and we actually, <laughs> excuse me, thought about taking that off, but it actually would be more to take it off versus to still have it
0: on. That is true because I did you know I I remember um, gosh it was about, I think about two or three years ago. And I'd asked that question because we, we never use our landline. And at that time, John had his business line. I said, there's no reason to have another land. Like we don't, we never use it. So you're absolutely right. They they take that service off and you might get like two bucks off. And you're like, really? My landline was only worth two bucks? Okay. You know, so a lot of people don't even bother doing it. Uh, you know, it, it's just one of those things. But the problem with now being, over inundated that way is where are just because there's one thing about tuning out social media, you could easily say, you know what, I'm not, I'm not looking on any of my social media accounts. I'm, I'm not checking out email, but you will still look at your phone for text messages and phone calls. I don't care how you slice it. So how do we deprogram from that? I don't know that we can 100% do that because it's a means of communication, not only for you know, chatting with your friends or whatever, but for emergency purposes. So it is a hot uh, piece. But what I I tell people is keep your phone on, but you can mute your alerts for for messaging. That way, at least you're not, you know, if somebody really needs to go to get a hold of you and you haven't responded by a text, they're going to call you. They're going to always call you. So there are ways to set yourself up for success when you're trying to wind down from the day, turn those alerts off, make sure your alerts off on all your social media accounts. And, you know, or some people will just put it on uh, a very light vibe so they they can kind of hear the phone like vibrating. I wouldn't personally, I wouldn't even do that. Just Take them all off and then just make sure that obviously, you know, for emergency purposes, your phone that you're, that the ringer is not way, way loud, but enough where you're going to hear it because you do have to wind down, especially during that wind down phase to get to that good night's sleep. Cause we all know a good night's sleep is imperative. It's probably one of the most important pieces to health and wellness, because that is when your body naturally repairs itself. So, I mean, how, Oh, the, uh, speaking of repairing itself, we had an amazing Dr. Paul on yesterday. Uh, and it was funny. I kept trying to trying to go to those those points that he was talking about. I'm like, okay, I'm not doing something right. So uh, I, I ordered his book because you know it just I love learning natural ways on healing instead of always resorting to, okay, Tylenol. You know when you get up to four Tylenol pills at one time because you're trying to achieve tylenol eight hundred and you you're doing that more and more and more, you realize, okay. I don't want to be reaching for all these pills. There's got to be other ways that I can combat that pain naturally. And no, it may not happen overnight, but the point being is you are trying more effective ways that don't involve taking medication. So I I absolutely love that.
1: Right. And you know, the thing too, is taking um, a (laughs) Tylenol or any type of medicine. and, And I just want to Make a claim here. We are not trained medical doctors. Yeah. We have no knowledge or science or degrees. This is my personal opinion. So I just want to put that out there.
0: When both of our, you, both of our opinions. Right, and sadly, and sadly, when you're on social media, you have to make all these disclaimers. Right. I think, I think we need that. we need a textbook. Okay, disclaim this, disclaim that. Go ahead, Jan. Sorry, I thought that was funny. No, no
1: that's okay. <laughs> Um, the point being that your your kidneys have to filter a lot of stuff, and with my my specific knowledge and background in um, not only massage therapy, but uh, massage therapy, um, certified personal trainer, and a health coach, I know a little bit, not a lot. Okay, again, a disclaimer. It's just not good for you. So, what if you were able to really take out this, the foundation of always being on medication and do it in a more natural way. That's so much beneficial, so much more beneficial to you versus, you know, popping a Tylenol. It's just, I try to stay with now. I'm not ditching people who are on medications by, you know, all means you need to obviously listen to your physician and what they're saying. But what I, what I'm trying to say is I'm one of those people that try to steer away from taking anything. So if I can do something that's more natural, it's going to benefit me in the end. I try going that route.
0: Right. And, you know, I recently found out, which I always knew. And as part of my, obviously my, uh, nutritional, uh, regimen that I always do. I obviously, you know, I go through periods of, you know, digestion issues. Mine, uh, you know, happens to be more of an acid reflex. And, you know, I learned so much about when you're having a flare up, the worst thing that you can do is lie down. You've got to lie on your left side. You've actually got to be in an upright position, but a great way, because I don't like even taking Pepto uh, that for first. I mean, I'll take it. I've actually found a couple other Uh, remedies when I'm really having an attack but uh, warm up some water in the microwave and add uh, you know you have the shakers of all your spices and whatnot put some ginger in there and almost make like a ginger tea so there's no tea to it it's just the ginger warm ginger really helps uh, with that so there are so many herbs and spices that we can do because you know I always we always go back to you know we're we're such health nuts and 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 looking at different remedies and whatnot i always think back to you know the indian days or you know the the days where they didn't they didn't have a pharmaceutical company which is not a bad thing sometimes right and what did they do i mean they they lived off the land they obviously they might i would bet that they didn't have the issues that we do today because that to me a lot of that is environment and, and food quality and uh you know um you call it hormones and things that they're injecting into our food, but they lived off the land. So they were taking herbs and that's what they used. I mean, I'm sure they got a headache here or two trying to, you know, having a day trying to kill a Buffalo, uh, you know, th- those things happen. So what did they do, even though they might not have had the medical, uh, you know, as, as uh, deep as ours is, they used herbs, you know, you, you could see them with the little wooden bowl and, you know, the little, I don't know what you, they would call that the little, yeah, anything.
1: I know, yeah, I know what you're talking about. The, the the musher, yeah, the gadget. I don't know what you call it. There's, there's
0: a, there is a name for that. Yeah. I can't think of what it's called. So if anybody knows that name, please put it in the comments. I can't think of what it's called. But it's like usually got like a little now, of course, they didn't have them as refined as ours do. They probably just took a stick and chopped the crap out of it, right? But and they put it in their their water. You know, they you know, they heated up water over the fire. So they lived off the land. And I think there's so many people. That are finding because there's so much junk and chemicals and hormones and uh, antibiotics, you know, just all this stuff that's in our food. That people, when they say they're eating clean, they're eating regular food people. And I think there's a misconception of eating clean. They just choose to eat things that are hormone free, that, you know, going back to more uh, of a rainbow color food plate meaning vegetables, fruit. Um, there's a lot of ways to get protein. That is not meat, folks. Spinach, you know, the, and, and what I love about spinach, a lot of people say, oh, spinach. I don't like spinach. Well, then don't eat it in a salad. You can eat it in a salad or you can cook it up, saute it. You can, uh, I actually uh, will chop it up almost as fine as a, an oregano or a parsley. Mm-hmm. And you could add that with all your other spices. Put it in meatloaf. Put it in your mashed potato. I mean, there's so many ways to get protein other than just eating meat. Because I've we've we've chatted about this. You've been having a lot of meat issues. John's having a lot of meat issues. And again, even though we'll buy like uh, grass fed beef, sometimes the grass is treated. I mean, you hope not, especially if there's cows on there. But you, you just don't know nowadays because it's just so much pollution. There's so much chemicals in our world.
1: Yeah, there there is a lot of that. And speaking of you know fresh vegetables, you know the garden is coming in like boom. You know also oh,
0: how about tomatoes? Tomatoes in yet?
1: Not yet, okay. not yet. Like really soon with that. <clears throat> but I have to tell you, all last week we were eating um, yellow squash, a zucchini, and I love those vegetables. But then it came like to Saturday and Gary said something about, oh, you know, let's have some more zucchini. And I'm like, I can't look at zucchini. Like, so it's been like over, well, almost a week. I just can't.
0: Well, save some for me. Hopefully we get together this weekend and and, uh, I can get some zucchini. I
1: love zucchini. Oh, it was delicious. And the last time I cooked it, um, (laughs) excuse me, I did it in the air fryer.
0: Oh nice! And I've gotten out, not, that. That must have came out really, really tasty. I bet it was very tasty. And did you know
1: you can pretty much air fry anything? Um, Ga was telling us that he um, air fried um, eggs, our boiled eggs. Wow, that's
0: pretty cool. I uh, what I like to do is it's something that I do similar with eggplant. Is I'll take a squash or whatever and uh, lengthwise cut it down, scoop it all out uh, you know, saute the kind of the guts of whatever the vegetables, in this case zucchini, uh, you know, flavor it up or whatnot, uh, maybe put, you know, a, a little, uh, gluten-free breadcrumbs on it, maybe a little cheese or whatever, uh, you know, just to taste it up. And then I put it back in the skin of what I just scooped out and then just bake it, broil it for a little bit. And it just gives another way to eat it, uh, just a, a more flavorful way than just you know sautéing or you know boiling it or whatever. So you, there's so many creative ways to eat clean, but we want to make sure that you understand eating clean doesn't mean you deprive yourself of any food group. It's just making you have a have a cleaner form of it, and that being clean could mean just even the way you're preparing it. So where a lot of people will use, you know, different types of but you know heavy butter or you know heavy oil. A lot of people actually will take butter and smear it all over their steak and then grill their steak. Well, uh, it does taste good. And I, I definitely, uh, I've been actually not using butter. I've been using plant-based butter. Mm-hmm. We're really getting into more plant-based food. And I'm super excited because John had found the name of a company um, that does these plant-based meals. And with two people, you find as Italian, it's very difficult to cook for two people. I cannot, it's, it's. I have a real hard time with that. So we'll end up with leftovers. I try to freeze them. And, you know, if you don't eat that leftover within a day, you know, it's going to the trash. Let's be real. And that's a sin in my eyes. So I said, you know what, maybe we'll try it. And because we also find, and a lot of people will find this out as you age. And yes, everyone can age. You, you can't stop, you can't stop mother time. But you eat, uh, especially in the evening, your your appetite is just not what it used to be. So we are finding now that we're trying to really eat our bigger meal during the day, which works out great for me because I'm in, I intermittent fast anyways. I don't break fast till, you know, anywhere. If I'm traveling, it's usually between one and two. Uh, but if I'm at home, I try not to break fast till about three, three or four o'clock. So I'm happy to get that big meal in then. And then, you know, making sure that I have maybe a small snack or something before seven, and then I'm done. So it's better for your digestion when you have that bigger meal during the day, uh, because it gives your body that time to kind of get all that through your whole system just about before you go to bed and you have a better digestive, restful sleep.
1: That is true. And speaking of different things with the, there also needs to be a balance of, how you choose your vegetables. So if, for instance, if you are prone to, um, (laughs) excuse me, gout attacks, um, and that's spelled G O U T, um, any vegetable or poultry or meat that has a lot of purines in it. So for instance, if you're eating a lot of spinach, like spinach, 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 you know, you could wake up in the middle of the night, you know, with a gout attack and it is not pleasant. Um, I've been prone to that and that's why I've cut way back on certain things. And for instance, if I have a lot of uh, spinach on one day, <laughs> I have to usually wait a day or two before I can have it again. So it's kind of spacing it out. Like I can ha- you know, eat spinach all day today and I'm fine. But if I ate some tomorrow, even if it was just one serving, not not good so just be careful be mindful if you are susceptible to that so purines are in any type of food for instance they're in a lot of green vegetables and beef and that's the other reason why i cut way back on beef as well to kind of balance everything out and just (laughs) in little dribs and drabs so don't overdo it be mindful and balance out how you consume your vegetables
0: That's true. I mean, you have to listen to your body because we always talk about this. We look different. uh, We act different. Our personalities are different. Well, guess what? Your guts are different too. So you always have to be mindful and listen to your body. You're your best physician is you knowing what you can and what you can't do. And I think part of the problem why so many people sometimes have repeated attacks It's because they're not listening to their body. Like, for instance, like like you're saying, if you are someone that suffers from gout, you may not even realize that something that you're eating is actually causing why you're having the flare-up. And it may not be that obvious to you. You may know certain food groups like, oh, that's definitely it. And then all of a sudden there's something else because I would never associate uh, spinach with with gout. I just wouldn't. uh it just wouldn't even think that in that direction. So it's really important that you do your due diligence to listen to your body and just do some research okay what are the common things but you got to go dig a little bit deeper Mm -hmm. Uh, those people that suffer from Crohn's there's a whole gamut in the same thing a whole list of foods that you can't so if you keep introducing those same foods over and over again guess what it's poison poison to your body Uh, you know so you have to really listen to your body knowing what you can. Some people are, are very fortunate that they can have, you know, little bits of this and little bits of that. That's why the the phrase things in moderation, which apply to so many areas of our health and wellness, uh, is not a fad. It never goes out in style. And the reason why it's created is we have to be more mindful of what is good and what is not good. So I always tell people when I'm chatting with, with customers and whatnot that, Think of it as poison. Think of it as as deadly for your body because you're battling the mind that you're craving it and wanting it versus the gut that says, oh no, baby, don't be putting that crap in my body. Even though it might be healthy, it's not healthy for you. And and that's hard to do. It's a hard balance.
1: It is a hard balance, but in the end, it is so worth it. So think of it this way. (laughs) If you're constantly consuming something and the next day or a couple hours later, you're suffering from it, but you keep on doing that. It's such a disrespectful way to treat yourself. It really is. And until I realized and grasped that concept, you know, because the first time that I had a gout attack. I knew exactly what it was, and if for anybody that doesn't know what it is, and I'm sure many of you do, <laughs> um, it's where the purines in your blood um, crystallize, and they go to the bottommost part of your body, which is typically your toes, your yes. toe joints, and those crystals are like like sharp, sharp needles. So imagine waking up in the middle of the night and it literally feels like somebody is stabbing your toe. It's so painful. So as I was kind of going back through my diet, and this happens about a year ago when I had my first gout attack, I've had like three and no more because I, I have to be very mindful. I went back through the whole week on what I had consumed and I'm like, oh, <laughs> because I'm a steak and potato person was eating a lot of beef, a lot of green vegetables. Now uh, all green vegetables are not bad. So look, look it up. If you're starting to um, have these particular symptoms and maybe it's not as bad, It's still your body trying to tell you something. So if you're consuming a vegetable, look it up. Just look it up to be sure. So once I started taking that stuff out and was more aware of it, and this one, the second time it happened, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I was, you know, I think we went out, you know, a steak, leftover steak, more steak, and then more steak.
0: Like that was just overload.
1: It was overload
0: to your body. And that's your, your your body's, think of it not only you know, that your body's angry that you're putting a poison in it, but it's like, to me, it's it's sad. It's crying it's saying, hey, what are you doing? I'm gonna slap you silly. Well, I'm gonna make you pay for it. And your gut will make you pay for it. So why put yourself through that unnecessary trauma? Because it's trauma. When, you're, when your digestive tract is going through Trying to get rid of the poison that's in your body, you're putting your gut in a trauma state. Which guess what? Your gut is your second brain. It impacts, and it will also impede your other organs, your other functioning systems that are within your body. So you have to start thinking of it. Our bodies are really a fine machine. Uh, it's like a fine. Think of it as you know, your gut is your your computer headboard. It's the guts of of you know your your entire systems because it is just like a computer has many different systems our gut has must our bodies have many different systems but the main board the motherboard is the gut it controls all of that stuff so you have to realize and be more uh, in tune to what you're putting in and i always suggest which jan and i always talk about that we're just pen and paper people it, you know if you're starting to not feel right Keep a diary. You should always keep a diary when you're trying to figure out what is, you know, impeding your digestive tract or what your body's reacting to. And you don't want to necessarily self-diagnose, but it's a great way. uh, You know, when you want to seek that medical advice. Here's my journal. I've kind of tracked what I've been eating, uh, because that also is a bible. Is going to tell a story to your physician because that might lead him in a totally different direction. So it, it really is a good idea just to track things. Uh, if you're suffering from those things, whether it's your gut, whether it's gout, whether it's, you know, because everything most of the time goes back to your gut, what you're actually sticking in your, well, I should say it goes back to your mouth. What are you putting in your body <laughs> that's impeding uh, your different systems? So uh, that that, you know, that clean eating is very trendy. Uh, because but a lot of people they just have this misconception that eating clean means depriving like oh they're only eating a certain diet like they're only eating keto or whatever that's not what eating clean is eating clean is eating all your major food groups uh first first and foremost quality quality control from from yourself and quantity control making sure the quantity of what's on your plate is not piled high because you know what I always tell people, always go small. Don't always go big, always go small. Because really, if if your body is gonna get and give your time to your body to react and start to fill up before you go to the second plate. That's really the key piece to eating slow because if you're eating slow, you are allowing that time for the food to hit your belly. And you may wanna go back up for seconds because you truly are hungry. But nine out of 10 times, you're really not.
1: True that, and on that note, Trending Thursday, what's trending in your world? We'd love to hear from you, good, bad, indifferent, opposing viewpoints, bring them on. My name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0, coming from a sunny North Haven, Connecticut, and I'm with two...
0: sisters. and this is Carol Sue, AKA Naughty Boss, live from New England, and I'm super excited because it is a gorgeous day finally going to get in that pool day. I'm missing my pool. So uh, this will this will be a fun day and uh, hanging out with these grandchildren and just enjoying life and being appreciative and blessed. Um, so much so much greatness, so much goodness. You guys have a great day. I always tell people on Trending Thursday, you be the trend center and let us know how it goes. But you guys have a great day. and We will see you tomorrow for a fantabulous Friday. Have a great day, everyone. Bye, everyone.